Hello, and welcome to our first ever episode of our new podcast, Game Devs Quest. Uh, it's a podcast where uh, me and my buddy Taylor, we we learn how to develop games together. Um, Taylor teaches me how to program, and I teach him how to just live better. You know? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, guess what? We recorded a whole bunch of episodes way before we ever published our first, so we know stuff that we didn't now. Follow us over on Twitter. We're at Game Devs Quest, and you can email us at gdq at airpodcast.com. And as always, you can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, I think even Google Play now. Uh, it's really up to you, however you want to do it. But please tune in and, and, and get involved and help us learn to program and help yourself learn to program if you don't know that. Uh, it's going to be an amazing, fun time. Um, and always check our show notes to see where we're we're posting our our code, where we're posting our art, where we're posting our anything related to game development. Um, we're trying to build a community here, and we hope you join us. I mean, for God's sake, I am not lying when I say, if we can do it, you can too. Now, enjoy Game Devs Quest on the awesome Internet Radio Podcast Network. Game Devs Quest. So, so let's so do what this. What's the name of our podcast? <laughs> the Game Devs Quest. The Game Devs Quest. Or Game Devs Quest. Or A Game Devs Quest. Just Game Devs Quest. Yeah. Welcome to Game Devs Quest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> cool. Take it away, man. Um, well, hi. Welcome to Game Devs Quest. Um, I guess we're going to break this up into a couple parts. We'll briefly talk about who we are, a little background, and then we'll go over the goal of this podcast. Uh, so my name's Taylor. And this is Rhett. Uh, Hello. <laughs> been friends for a really long time. Met in high school, band, playing music together. Uh, we've done a lot of projects together over the years in multiple bands. Uh, done some film projects, all kinds of stuff. Um, and we've kind of, over the last couple of years, we've moved apart, don't live in the same city, um, played video games together, that kind of thing, to hang out online, basically. And then recently, we've kind of uh, come back together, had some, some ideas, and I've been doing a lot of programming in my spare time. Um, I'd like to eventually do some sort of professional development, but I'm not there at as far as like my skills go. Um, but, uh, and Rhett, to my knowledge, doesn't have a lot of programming experience. So we kind of like one day Rhett sent me a text about this Humble Bundle package uh, that had some game development tools in there. And I had been doing a Coursera course, um, teaching mono game with C Sharp. And uh, I was like, hey, <laughs> funny you should talk about this i've been doing some game development and that's something that i'm really interested in uh do you want to do something together and uh so we started the last couple of weeks uh we've been talking every friday um trying to kind of learn game development i'm i've kind of given Rhett a little bit of guidance i guess since i've done a little bit more than he has um but we're both really new and we both you know have been gamers for a long time 
um, always wanted to make games. And uh, I don't know, today we just kind of talk about it. Rhett has some podcasts that he does on his own uh, with some other people. And we've never really had our own podcast project, but I don't know. We, we started uh, making a film together a while back. And uh, as we were making it, we were like, man, every every time we talk about this, like we get some something I think that would be worth listening to. Uh, <laughs> yeah for and, sure uh, so I don't know I I feel like this is kind of perfect timing it's kind of like meant to be <laughs> I kind of feel like which is cheesy um, but no it's not bro <laughs> you are <in> forever <laughs> so I mean I really want to make a game um, I've done little stuff that hasn't been worth showing to anybody um, and so 2017 rolls around I'm inspired. I've been programming every day pretty much for the last few months, trying to um, learn skills so that I could eventually get employment. But I want to make a game. I want something to show for it. I want people to be able to see what I've accomplished. And I, I think Rhett's at the same spot where we both want to have some sort of product that people can use. Um, and so I guess my goal for 2017, one of them is to have a completed game uh, by the end of the year that is up uh, on some sort of app store, whether it's mobile or um, I'm mostly a PC gamer, so it'd be cool to do some sort of Steam Greenlight thing. But um, that's kind of like the background of where I'm at. Uh, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, for sure. I think, uh, yeah, you touched on most most of it. Like we uh, really, I, I think we've always just jived uh, pretty well, like in our headspace. And it's funny, like that even after, like you know, not like staying in touch every day for a really long time, like that we're literally like <laughs> on right. the same page at something. <laughs> like it's like, hey, check out this game dev thing. And you're like, uh, that's really weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it seems to be like always line up that way for like all of our projects. Like I think the film thing was like the same way, wasn't it? Like how did we get into that? It was like we were working together on something else, and then I was like, "I'm working on a script," and you're like, "I really <laughs> want to make a movie." And I was like, "Hey, we totally should." And we talked about, and we we've talked about the same concept for game development, but uh, you know, basically like the 48 hour like week on movie right. making marathon. Yeah which is like what we originally wanted to do. You know, it's like Friday night, go film Saturday and Sunday edit. And we did uh, kind of, we filmed one day and then like the next week we edited and then uh, <laughs> Taylor blew, uh, blew up the project. Don't bring that up. Uh, which is fine. Hey, things happen. Things happen, bro. It's just making me second guess our entire relationship. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh. but uh, yeah. So, and that was kind of the same thing, like got us interested in this, you know, it's like, just the idea of like creating something that's tangible and that people can look at and see and touch and experience well, for and themselves. Not to interrupt you. And, uh, just what's kind of kept us like our friendship active, at least over the last couple of years has been like hundreds of hours of Dota and hundreds of hours of Counter-Strike. <laughs> uh, and so like we've experienced that front where we're like strategizing together and, you know, being competitive together, but we both have this passion for creating things and, uh, it's we're finally kind of at that point where we don't just want to be consumers of making games. We want to actually um, build them. And uh, 
I don't know. I feel like doing that together after all of the other projects we've worked on would just be a lot of fun. And we already know we work well together. So, um, yeah, I, exactly. Like, I interrupted you big time, I guess. But uh, I, the last couple of years, I've been trying to learn web development, and like I've made some things that I'm proud of. Uh, recently, I've been going through uh, Free Code Camp, which has all kinds of projects where you, you know, you learn HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and some frameworks. And you know, so I made like a tic-tac-toe game, which was pretty cool, and um, some other things using web APIs and stuff like that. But like. Over the last two years, I've I've spent so many hours programming on my own that I like I get burned out. I don't hold myself accountable, and so another reason for doing this, in addition to the podcasting and everything that we're starting, is just like that accountability. And I, I think I've found from experience that just doing it on your own is really tough. Um, and so hopefully we can hold each other accountable and actually make something and for people listening um you know try it on your own if you work that way um if you work good on your own that's great but eventually you're going to get get to a point where you know scouring forums that you you know uh, stack overflow or whatever uh just isn't as good as working with a human person that you can bounce ideas off of so that's another aspect why i think we we are doing this right and i think that's part of it. it's like our brainstorming like we you and i are pretty good brainstormers we're pretty good brainstormers i don't want to toot you know toot my you own have the here, creativity but, uh, uh for sure and i i don't know i think i feed off of that a little well, right exactly i think that's the thing is like we have the foundation laid where i can just spit the stupidest ideas at you <laughs> and like one of them might turn into something but there's other people I work with where I can't do that, where I can't just like throw ideas. It's because it's like my brain works in like a really bizarre way, but it's, and it's nice to just be able to spit it all out and be able to gauge someone's reaction to it. Because I could sit there in my own head, you know, it's just like a little bit ago, we were thinking about a title for the podcast and it's like, I could have sat there in silence and just been like, hmm, hmm. And then we would have come up with something stupid like Banana Quest or, you know, or or Fart Monkeys, <laughs> the machine makers or something like, you know, just like something ridiculous. But instead yeah. we came up with Game Devs Quest, which is pretty cool. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. I guess to, the reason that it's, called game devs quest is again we we don't have any experience um building any kind of games we're pretty novice programmers i don't have any artistic ability um we both have some music background but uh i mean i'm not a professional rhett's pretty good at doing stuff uh with like you know what, bro, though? You do have an artistic side. Whatever. Remember that frame in our movie <laughs> with the fruit bowl? Like, dude, that was like... <laughs> no, you have to have an eye for that. You have to have an eye uh, for that, dude. And then you caught... Like, dude, we had so many cool shots. Like, so many good shots. So many good cuts. <laughs> like, you gotta have that. That's art, that's, that's art too, man. It's, it's true. Um, I guess what I mean is I don't have, like, pencil to paper... I can't draw anything better than like a stick figure or like a, a person that somewhat resembles a person. I don't know. Uh, so I, the point being though, that we have very, uh, we have skills, but 
none of which uh, are refined to the point where we've made anything to even like an like a hobbyist level of game development so the point of the podcast basically is that we don't know anything and we're trying to learn game development to the point where we can put something out there so i don't know what the what it'll look like week by week uh or month by month or however often we put these out but um we just want this to be kind of like an archive of our journey and then hopefully that will help you out for if you know people who are starting from basically nothing uh trying to well it should say something about how cocky we are that we're like this is the podcast chronicling chronicling the journey to our first (laughs) game follow along won't you you can do it too and then like 15 (laughs) episodes in like there's not going to be any more episodes and all these people are going to have like gotten (laughs) their hopes up like if these fools can do it so can i and then when they see we failed they're just like yeah (laughs) yeah they're like oh actually they're just fools they're not game developers Oh God, that'll uh, be great. No, but actually, I I honestly <laughs> believe we will have something to show, and uh, like I said, this will be like the log of the journey, uh, the log of the quest, if you will. Um, this will be the console print command. Um, no, not a bad a- analogy. <laughs> Maybe that was pretty nice. weak. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was a little weak one. Nice. Uh. uh. Uh, what I was gonna say was um, before before we started this the podcast, uh, we had talked about also adding kind of a blog element to it, um, where we, in addition to audio us talking, uh, well sorry I just burped, uh, we also show some you know explain to you like the resources we're using, uh, show you some visuals like if we actually have some sort of demo or part in the game we want to that we're talking about you can actually go onto the website and see what what we're talking about or like you know we've been talking a lot about pixel art um and just seeing some of the things that are influencing the game we're going to be making um or games i guess so hopefully that's helpful too i know i listen to podcasts when i go to work every day um but and sometimes they talk about things like a game or a, you know something where it would help to have that visual aid so we'll definitely show that as well um yeah and in the future too me and taylor already talked about this but it uh, might be fun uh when we get going you know like we really want to do some game jams um and it might be yeah. fun to just like live stream that and have people like tuning in and just being like look at these yahoos why why did they do that when they could have done this <laughs> yeah 12 hours of troubleshooting (laughs) errors it's like what's wrong with line 55 through 60 like we pour over it just like literally nine hours like oh it was a semicolon okay uh yeah um to uh to go along with what we have been working on because we have been doing uh some throughout the last couple of weeks um, we purchased a course on Udemy uh, called Learn to Code by Making Games. Um, it's a Unity course, basically. Um, and we've only gone through maybe like 30 or 40 videos. There hasn't been hardly anything complicated, you know, a couple of statements, basically. Yeah, and uh, I'll be um, the barometer on that one. Um, I 
when me and Taylor started talking, I knew nothing about code. And uh, this, yeah, this course isn't very complicated at all. Even I can do it. And like I said, I, I, I had no experience at the beginning of it, so. Yeah. Well, and I know, like, just because I've been trying to learn development on my own, um, I've done a whole bunch of research. Like, the first thing when starting to learn how to program is, like, okay, what programming language do I start with? You know, whether or not you're doing game development, there's just, like, you know, probably thousands of programming languages out there. And uh, so you sit down, you're like, okay, what do I do? Uh, do I start from scratch? Um, you know, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who made Stardew Valley. He kind of, he did the same kind of thing where he uh, started off, he wanted to learn C Sharp. So he learned C Sharp over the span of four years, and he built this entire and game, one of the everything most on games. his own. Like, which It's so well done. Su yeah, super fun, very... Um, like appealing to a, a large scale, it like anyone like new, can play it. Like you know? since it's like the full release, or um, I I don't know. I I put like probably thirty hours into it. Um, not too long after it was released, and I haven't I haven't played it in a while. But yeah, I played it like the I played it like the day it came out, and I played it for a long time. But I uh, got hung up playing other stuff. But I see that there was like a full release, or like maybe a big old update, like version you know one point one or something. Um. And uh, I wasn't sure what they added. Maybe we should go check that out. <laughs> I know um, one of the big things, because it was initially released on Steam, one of the big things was um, uh, porting to console. I forget which console he, he was doing, uh, but that was a big thing. Also, apparently, there's supposed to be multiplayer coming, which would be cool. Um, that would. I know be. there's some mods out there, too, that currently allow multiplayer, but I don't think that was or has been released yet um so anyway stardew valley great game but uh yeah i guess my point out. being uh he started off um and wanted to learn c sharp and he took that and basically made his own game engine did all of the assets for that everything from scratch um i think the recommended path for most people nowadays is if you don't have any experience like don't go down that path because you're probably gonna fail uh, right. So uh, we're using Unity um, because, like, man, it's so awesome. It, it, like we were we were talking about this earlier today, where you know, ten years ago when we were in high school, um, just the resources that were out back then, like there was nothing close to Unity that that I'm aware of. And now we we were talking about like, oh, crazy! Like I made this little game. I can go to file and export this as an iOS game. I can, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> I can spit this out. I only want it to be on Android. Okay, well, there you go. Just export it to Android. I don't, I don't know how that works. Cause I haven't done it, but I know that those are options. So it's just like, it's crazy. It's a crazy tool. It's it, amazing. Uh, will really drastically decrease the development time. So, and I was right. Yeah, I think Unity and things like Unity are like. I mean, it's. Just it's like I said before, it's like the internet is just a vastly different place than what it used to be. Even just 10 years ago, like I would have loved to have done this before, but we didn't have the tools. And now it's so streamlined. And look, you don't, it's not like you can just like not know right. anything. It's like, still complicated. You, know, you got to learn how to use the program and learning to use the program itself is like worthy of putting on a resume. You know what I mean? Like, 
I mean, just in the same way that like, you know, you're applying for some office job or whatever. And they're like, do you know how to use Outlook? You're like, <laughs> like <"Okay." laughs> but this is like the same thing. It's, I mean, because it's complex. There's a lot of parts and lots of tools and lots of toggles and things like that. It's like I've been comparing it to a, a digital audio workstation for a long time. And I think the comparison holds. It's like really complex. And there's so many things you can't possibly learn it all by yourself. So it does pay to watch some YouTube videos or <laughs> listen to us yahoos or other people yeah. that you admire um but it, it is just an amazing tool and to see how people just like us have used it is what's even more amazing right you look at games that have been made in unity and you're just like wow like here i am i have the same exact access that they had yeah when they when they started and you know like i i can't make what they're making yet but like the potential is so crazy yeah um so yeah, we're using Unity uh, C Sharp. That's not to say that that's what we will always do. I was mentioning to Rhett to um, uh, the possibility of using HTML5 and Canvas, like learning game development that way. Um, there's lots of other great uh, game game development tools. Like uh, we also had a conversation about Unity versus Unreal Engine, and uh, I, I don't know. I kind of vetoed that a little bit because I've recently been learning C Sharp just because um, I've wanted to learn it. Like at work, I use PowerShell a lot, which is .NET related. And so C Sharp kind of fits into that. So that, then I just started wanting to learn that. And so I, I kind of feel like Unity fits in there. Um, whereas Unreal uses C++, which I know a lot of people are like, oh, C++ is better. It's more powerful, uh, whatever. I don't know. We're still new. Yeah. C Sharp will be fine. We're not here to like <laughs> give you the definitive answer on which tools to use. We're just telling you what we're using. And also too, I think like um we it'll be just like on this podcast in the future, it'll be just us talking about our project, talking about what we're learning, what we're studying, and that might be coding and like Unity one day. It might be like pixel art or um music. you know, like yeah, music or even some sort of like animation software. Yeah. Or just something like we're, I mean, we're, we're really starting from ground zero. And hopefully we accomplish something. <laughs> I think yeah, we will. I think so too. I, think we will. I, um, yeah, I think we'll hold each other accountable. I'm like in the habit of programming every day, which is, which has really helped it, it a long time to get into that habit. So now that we have each other, like checking up on each other and, if we actually have people listen to this, like them maybe wanting to hear more, um, that'll give us more accountability as well. Um, uh, yeah, another thing I wanted to point out was, um, you know, I have a full-time job. Rhett has jobs. I say jobs because I don't really fully understand everything Rhett does. <laughs> but uh, we we aren't like dropping everything. Like we're both married. We both no. have animals we don't have kids yet but like we're not like hardcore like going to quit our jobs and work on this for you know 60 hours a week I... oh now you oh, tell sorry. me <laughs> damn well what am i gonna maybe do you need to put <laughs> like, i have no choice but to yeah. do this project <laughs> maybe now. you need to put 60 hours so you can catch up to my coding skills bro just kidding <laughs> I know, Dank I'm burn, sorry. bro. Dank uh, burn, bro. 
slinging no, shade. That's a great person. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was so <laughs> earnest. <laughs> uh, so anyways, um yeah, we're like another another name we played around with was side quest and the reason I kind of like that idea was because like we have lives. Um it's not like the main quest right now in our lives, but um it is something that as a hobby and um you know, just like pursuing the the life of learning, I think is something that's valuable in any aspect whether it's programming, writing, I'm exercising, whatever it is, like that's um definitely something worth pursuing so um but of course you have you got bills to pay you got normal life you know so yeah uh, yeah anyways (laughs) well anything else you want to talk about should we uh shoot should we just like chronicle some of the ideas we've been slinging around for our first project or what do you think um do you want to talk about like original preliminary ideas or just like the most recent one that we have been playing around with today? Yeah, let's just talk okay. about the one we were planning on doing today. And if we want to share some of the other ones in the future, maybe we can. Maybe we could share them when we finish this one <laughs> right? and we'll start on the next. Uh, well, I guess uh, so the the course that we're doing on, on Udemy, um, we're on kind of a section where they teach you how to make a text adventure game. Um, it's really basic. It's just a you know a screen with like a logo on it, and then there's text that says like, "Oh, I woke up in this cell." Uh, you know, like what are you gonna do, kind of a thing. And it gives you a couple options. You press a key, and then it moves you on to like another room or something. Um, and essentially, all it is, like, in the programming aspect of it, is if statements. Um, and changing some text, basically. Uh, so it's a really simple concept, and uh, it's pretty cool that like within you know an hour or two of of watching these videos, we could potentially make a game that's a full-on text adventure game. Uh, so Rhett and I have been playing around some with some ideas about that. We haven't really fleshed out a, a storyline or anything like that, but. Um, yeah, we're just like still even working on the concept, you know, and the exact way that we'd want to um, implement that concept. It's uh, and it's all up in the air. Like we had talked about, like just doing like a straight text adventure, like the old like choose your own adventure books. We talked about adding uh, like a graphical interface, um, something similar that you might find in like Mist or. Uh, the old Shadowgate game, or, you know, just like a very traditional, like, adventure game in that way. Um, and we haven't decided how we're going to do it yet, because, like I said, we're still hashing it out. We're not actually, we haven't actually even done anything yet. And the <laughs> listener's like, oh, great. People talk about <laughs> doing stuff and not actually doing stuff. <laughs> Bitches, when you tune back in, we'll have actually maybe probably started on this. Oh, so man. there you go. <laughs> I was actually just going to mention that, that, uh, you know, I, after like spending all this time, like learning how to program, like I spent like probably three to six months, like literally just watching videos and never actually opening up even like notepad to test something. Uh, well, yeah. that's, that's the biggest thing I see people make that mistake of, right? It's like they prepare, 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 prepare. And this applies to anything, you know, it applies to 
going on a trip. It applies on learning an instrument. It applies to writing a book. Like, you can't write a book if you just listen to people talk about writing a book. That's the number one thing that irritates me is I go to listen to, like, my favorite author give a speech or do a signing or something, and somebody stands up and asks the dumbest-ass question. And, you know, may, I've asked questions like this, but now I, I, I loathe it, where you say something like, you know, like, what's your process? How did you come up with that idea or something? And it's like, sometimes there might be a story in there that's worth it. It's like, oh, well, I came up with the idea for this character when I was, uh, you know, in a foreign country and this guy was a juggler and he rode a unicycle and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, it's like, okay, that's a cool story. But like, he's not going to be able to give you the, the formula to come up with an idea. He's not going to be able to co- teach you the formula to finish a book. Like that formula is evident. Like you write. And you write, and you write, and you write. And if you write every day, by the end, you know, eventually you have a book. It's the same thing with coding. Right, exactly. Or game development. You do it, you do it, you do it, you do it. And by time, there will be a certain point where you have something in front of you. Right, exactly. That's completed. And it might be bad, but <laughs> that's the beauty of it is it's like you can't learn unless you make mistakes. And you can't, you know, make mistakes if you don't do anything. So Exactly. And that's like been reading a lot of books been you know watching tons of videos and every in any aspect of your life if you want to get better you have to do it so that's kind of uh looping back to our text adventure game it's like okay wow i know how to write an if statement well cool you can actually make games that are only if statements you know so these basic con programming concepts you know, we can actually do something with them. A lot of times, like, you know, when you first start learning a programming language, write Hello World, or you, like, uh, you know, write something to a console. And most people are like, this is stupid. Like, I want to actually do something. Well, you can. You, you just have to be creative. Um, you know, use those basic tools that you're learning to do something cool. Um, and I, I think that's where we're at right now. It's like... Uh, if anybody that's listening to this thinks the concept is stupid, like I dare you to go on your phone, go to the app marketplace, look up choice of games, play the game choice of vampire or choice of broadsides or choice of dragons or one of the other popular ones. And I guarantee you, you will be hooked. It is addicting and it is fun. Um, I mean, there's a reason so many things like that have sold, you know, the books, the games, I was just going to say, and I, I mean, I don't know what the code looks like, but it's kind of like that same concept where it's mostly probably if statements, you know, because it's. Well, and yeah, I agree. It probably is. And if there's more to it, like we'll add what we need to get yeah. done, you know, but I think it is almost, you know, it's like the bulk of the heavy lifting will go to the if mm-hmm. statements. And if you, I mean, as you're doing it, you're learning, you're Googling stuff, you're, you know, we haven't. We haven't got into classes or objects yet, but maybe we'll find a need to to use that as we get going. It's just actually doing it that will, you know, it'll raise a lot of questions. And, and that's when I, when I started like learning programming on my own, that's what I struggled with. I didn't actually do anything. So I just felt kind of alone. Like, how am I ever going to get there? But, you know, more recently, I, I, I made a goal to push some kind of code every day to GitHub. Um, as proof to myself, like, you know, and of staying consistent. Um, and now that I'm actually doing that, even if it's like I've spent 20 minutes, you know, working on this, whatever, uh, 
the fact that I'm actually doing something, I'm learning so much more um, to the point where I feel like I can handle a lot more, you know? So. Yeah. So more. Not me, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so just this, this is a, another, another tool to help motivate us. Exactly. And, and we really do hope that, uh, if you're listening, that, uh, you find something useful, even if it's just the fact that, uh, you're not alone and, uh, learning stuff is hard. And if it was easy, um, everybody would do it. Honestly, I believe everyone should do it and maybe not game development or coding in general, but just learning something new, um, well, and the the cool this is kind of off topic, but the cool thing is now with like with the internet as accessible as it is, at least in the U.S. I can't speak for every other country, but like there's just so much out there. Like I I paid money to go to college. Um, after I already had a degree, I paid more money to go to college so that I could get a computer science degree. I didn't finish it, but now that I'm out and I'm using free online resources i'm learning practically the same stuff that i would have learned in those courses without paying you know two grand for a 10-week class you know and and just like this unity course we got it on sale for 10 bucks and it's like you know it's 52 and a half hours of content <laughs> yeah yeah, and it comes with a lot of resources. Uh, for example, um, there's a Discord chat server. You can go on. I was on it today, and people are asking questions, and there's all these different rooms concerning different things. There are the online forums that you can go on where you can ask questions and and help people find the answers that they need. And then there are, uh, yeah, it's just like a big community that have rallied around this course, and it's I think it's been out for a couple years, but people stick around with it you know it's kind of become a community like the discord server alone there's like five or six hundred people i mean bet your ass like you might be able to get a question answered that way and probably quickly like there's that many people sitting there you know it's like quicker than a freaking forum i hate posting on forums and like waiting around for an answer it's like yeah actually uh like i i use stack overflow like all the time i don't have an account i've never posted one time but like I go there all the time and get the answers that I need. Just, I mean, most of that's the thing with programming. You're mostly not doing anything new. The concept is new to <laughs> yeah. you, but thousands and thousands of people before you have already like run into the same issue and, and gotten past it. So if you know how to Google things, yeah. you can learn how to that's, program. That's the true of anything having to do with computers. Yeah, <laughs> you just right? know how to Google. Right? <laughs> Develop right? your Google skills really thoroughly, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> right? that's the lesson of the day. Uh, yeah, hey, if you want to get a job into IT, do you know how to restart a computer? Well, there's 90% of your work, but the other 10% is Google. <laughs> no, I know, I know. People, I hate when people ask me questions about computers anymore because, like, I'm my family, my yeah. family's like go-to guy, and I'm just yeah. like. Did you try restarting it? They're like, oh, it fixed. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. I had Google open and everything. Yeah. And I assumed you already did. <laughs> yep, I feel you there. Or, or my favorite lately is, and this is petty and off topic, but my favorite lately is when they have wireless printers that are connected to their guest network oh. instead of their, yeah, I know. <laughs> Dude, my opinion is we should just abolish printers. Like, they shouldn't be... Like, faxes and printers just don't do it anymore. 
they're they're the worst uh unfortunately i have to print a lot of stuff still but i've just been like i have a bunch of printers at home but i don't have room for it in my current place for anyone interested i live in a 400 square foot house (laughs) um and uh i came from a big house with an office with room for printers and machines of all sort now i don't so i got them all bundled up in the closet and rather than take them out i just got in the habit of going to kinko's or whatever and it's like cost money but what (laughs) you know it's like no sweat off my back right it's well i mean buying a printer costs money so 10 cents a page if you if you don't print a lot i don't know it might be worth it instead of buying a whole printer and then storing it and buying ink and all that stuff yeah lately in my business i've come across several you know institutions that only take paperwork via mail and i'm just like you bastards you (laughs) bastards so i fill out i fill out the paperwork like on you know doc hub or whatever and then i save it as a pdf go to the kinkos print it out and mail it out all from right there done deal yeah (laughs) cool but yeah Um, well i think that anything else you want to talk about uh, i think that pretty well covers everything um I don't know when the next time we'll do this. Maybe every Friday. I don't know how often we'll put. Yeah, stuff we'll see. Out. Um, but we're still learning. We're still learning. Yeah, I mean, if part of I'm wondering too, like going forward when when we podcast. I mean, obviously it'll be good to have an idea about what we're talking about, but like I had no idea what, what exactly we'd talk about on this. So, um, well, that's yeah. the beauty of podcasts. I, I podcast a lot. And uh, there's so many weeks where Kane would come over for Duel of Tanks and he'd just be like, do you have anything you want to talk about? And be like, no. And he's like, me neither. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd just, and we'd hammer it out, dude. Like we just yeah. like, we start recording and it starts slow. Like, you know, this one started a little slow, but I think listeners will listen and they'll be like, oh, there's the enthusiasm right around the like, you know, eight, nine, 10 minute yeah. mark. Like, and we jump right in and go for it. Like we don't have a script. We're here to learn. We're here to talk. And we're here to tell the show you guys that uh, that if we can do it's it, possible. you can. Yeah. Yep. So unscripted, we're not pretending to be anyone. We're not. We're just noobs trying to learn how to make a game. Yeah, we're just on this on this little game devs quest, if you will. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll uh, we'll get back to you soon. Thank you so much.